were arrested yesterday, mostly climate and anti-monarchy campaigners. Labour's shadow health secretary Wes Streeting thinks the Met needs to reflect on what happened. If the police have been disproportionate or got things wrong, it's important, as we've seen with the Casey review, that they hold their hands up and acknowledge it. I'd also just acknowledge that days like yesterday are really difficult for the police. The coronation celebrations are continuing today with street parties and a concert at Windsor Castle this evening. Later, major landmarks across the UK will be lit up. Meanwhile, Prince Williams posted a behind-the-scenes video of his family during yesterday's events. The video was accompanied by a message of thanks to everyone who helped make yesterday possible. The organiser of Glasgow's only street party says it has brought the community together. Kirstine Oliver has been busy gearing up for the event in the West End later today. She says businesses in the area have been getting involved. The local stores have contributed um, raffle prizes too, you know, like the bigger stores like Tesco and Morrison's and Iceland and Waterstones um, and Starbucks. They've all donated towards the raffle as well. So yeah, there's, there's a good atmosphere around it. Kirstein says they're expecting over 100 guests and the party kicks off at 2pm with the official ribbon-cutting ceremony. Elsewhere in Glasgow, the city's Lord Lieutenant Jacqueline McLaren is leading the official coronation event. The ceremony kicked off 15 minutes ago in George Square. This will be followed by a procession to Glasgow Cathedral for a Thanksgiving service at 11am. Finally, in sport... Rangers and Aberdeen will renew acquaintances at Ibrox this afternoon. The match comes two weeks after the Dons beat Michael Beale's men at Pataudry. Meanwhile, Celtic take on hearts at Tynecastle Park. Go ready your weather with mcdonaldhotels.co.uk Enjoy the sights and the sounds of summer with up to 20% off hotels when you book direct. A mainly dry day ahead today with some warm sunshine and a few showers in easterly parts of the city. Highs of 17 degrees in Airdrie, 18 in Bridge of Weir and here in Glasgow. That's you up to date on Go. And I remember meeting Ed Sheeran just way back at the start. But the thing is, though, I don't know what they do when they become famous, right? But he's, ad- he's actually quite... You know, he's got that Calvin Harris thing going on now. Oh, yeah, of course, money, but... I don't know, know what, what do they do? Do you know, just go for, like, um, composite bonding or teeth. <laughs> <laughs> like yourself. <laughs> go Radio Breakfast with Crofty and Grado. Weekdays when you wake up.
Sunday on the go weekend but sunshine today very very nice uh, today from 11 o'clock by the way it is the go radio business show with our friends at Workflow Solutions sees the return of Sir Tom Hunter Lord Willie Hockey back at 11 today uh, this week's special guest by the way is Mark Hunter who is the retired president and CEO of Molson Coors Brewery Company a very very interesting guest this morning uh, details of how you can get in contact with the show available on the website right now this is go.co.uk and the top team here in just over 50 minutes from now, go.
Radio.
certainly off today hopefully uh, mainly dry but sunshine uh, actually nice long spells of sunshine uh, good if you're heading towards the football today we'll keep up to date with that a little later uh, and temperatures very respectable and actually as we were talking about yesterday we're in the kind of ballpark of about, about time you know about right for time of year today's one of those days 18 celsius today across glasgow and the west this is go radio carlo want to hear a joke hi a guy has a no-fault car accident and he goes through his own insurance mark that's not funny. His insurance could be affected when he goes to renew it, and he'd have to pay his own excess. He should have called One Call Collision Centre. They handle everything, including car repairs, hire car, and personal injury claims. It won't affect your own insurance, and it's a free service. Aye, and £100 cashback referral. <laughs> <laughs> Search online for One Call Collision Centre Accident Management. Don't miss the Scottish Health and Fitness Awards. From personal trainers to Pilates and boxing gyms, there's an award for everyone across the entire health and fitness industry. With a champagne reception, a fabulous three-course meal and a glamorous award ceremony, this is not to be missed. The Scottish Health and Fitness Awards, Saturday 3rd of June at the Crown Plaza, Glasgow. Tickets are on sale now at shfawards.co.uk. This is years and years. Number one for Glasgow and the West. Go radio. Go radio. You wrote a romance, slow down. 
danced your way into my hands before I knew You found my deepest weakness Couldn't keep a secret that it was you And trying, trying, trying not to give in But you always know what to say
Electronics. Got to have your love. Jason Derulo on the way, plus David Guetta, BB Rexa coming up in a little while from now. How do you fancy this? Some VIP tickets to Strathclyde Sirens versus London Pulse. Uh, the Strathclyde Sirens, of course, Scotland's netball team. Uh, a chance to battling it out. It's going to be it's actually very good. Uh, we've got this Saturday 13. Well, well, well next Saturday. We'll week, week yesterday, six days away from now, Emirates Arena uh, Centre passes 4pm, your family could be there for all the action packed game, you can join the Sirens Tribe, if you fancy it, we've got uh, we've got courtside seats up for grabs, enjoy the pre-match hospitality with complimentary snacks and drinks, make sure that you nip onto our website details are there, this is go.co.uk Saturday <laughs> On your body, performing just like my Rory. You're too fine, need a ticket. I bet you taste expensive. Pulling up, 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 out a leader. You keeping up, you should keep it. Tequila and vodka. Girl, you might be a problem. Run away, run away, run away, run away. I know that I should. But my heart wanna stay, wanna stay, wanna stay, wanna stay now. You can see it in my eyes that I wanna take it down right now if I could. So I hope you know what I mean when I say Let me take you dancing Two step to the bedroom We don't need no dance floor Let me see your best move Anything could happen
David Guetta, BB Rexa. I'm good. Blue it is. Go Radio Cabin Harris on the way with Killers. Vive soon. Uh, we're here till 11 o'clock and then we make way for the Go Radio Business Show with our friends at Workflow Solutions. The details at the website. This is go.co.uk. So Tom Hunter, Lord Willie Hockey back in about 20 minutes or so for 25 minutes from now. Uh, guest today is Mark Hunter who is the retired president and CEO of Molson Coors Brewery Company. Excellent guest. Lots of good chit chat today from 11 and of course details of how you can contact one of the future shows and get some of that free advice from Scotland's premier two of Scotland's premier uh, business folk details at the website this is go.co.uk across Glasgow and the west this is Go Radio Go Radio have teamed up with Strathclyde Sirens to give you the chance to win a VIP experience for the biggest battle in women's sport this year Watch Strathclyde Sirens take on London Pulse at the Emirates Arena on Saturday the 13th of May with courtside seats, pre-match hospitality with complimentary drinks and snacks. For more details and for your chance to win, head online to thisisgo.co.uk. Scottish Tubes and Fittings is your independent pipework supplier and fabricator for trade and public. We have steel, stainless, copper, plastic, heating and plumbing pipes. We stock big pipes, wee pipes, thick pipes and thin pipes, pipe valves and fittings for every application. We're open seven days a week from the crack of dawn and when it comes to service, you can't beat us. So, what kind of pipe are you after today, sir? Uh, tobacco. Oh, have you tried next door? Scottish Tubes and Fittings. For almost every kind of pipe, visit stfglasgow.co.uk. Around me, you know what to do, and we can take it. 
Oh, 
Touch me in the dark 
I got you and before that Zoe Sunshine on a rainy day good morning to Joe Kildare that'll do it for now we're back at midday today stick around the Go Radio Business Show with our friends at Workflow Solutions so Tom Hunter Lord Willie Hockey uh, back in moments from now this week's special guest by the way Mark Hunter uh, who is the retired president and CEO of Molson Coors Brewing Company top guest top show it's all coming next to go across Glasgow and the West this is Go Radio when you need a van Sean's your man whether you need one vehicle or a fleet you can count on Cameron Commercials to source you the right, new or quality used van. Fully retail prepped and delivered direct to your door. Whether you want to buy, lease or flexi hire. And we can also help with financing too. So remember, when you need a van, Sean at Cameron Commercials is your man. Check out our socials or visit CameronCommercials.com. Had a car accident that wasn't your fault. Talk to G4 Claims and keep 100% of your compensation. G4 Claims. MK Glasgow has whatever you need to help you get the job done. As your local landscaping specialist, MKM Glasgow have whatever you need for landscaping a gorgeous garden. From porcelain paving and decorative decking to lighting, aggregates, fencing and more. Visit our extensive display today at MKM Glasgow opposite the Emirates Arena. MKM Glasgow has whatever you need to help you get the job done. On DAB, online and on your smart speaker. Just say lunch, go radio. This is Go Radio News. Good morning, it's 11 o'clock. I'm Rebecca Tierney. Human rights groups have criticised the police after 52 people were arrested in London yesterday. Among those were three volunteers who were helping to keep women safe by handing out rape alarms. Officers thought these could be used to disrupt the procession. A gunman shot dead eight people and wounded at least seven others at a shopping mall in Texas. The suspect was likely was killed by a police officer after he began firing at members of the public near Dallas. The coronation celebrations are continuing today with street parties up and down the country. There will also be a star-studded concert at Windsor Castle this evening with performances by Take That, Katy Perry and Lionel Richie. And Glasgow's coronation event is in full swing. A procession led by Lord Provost Jacqueline McLaren has arrived at Glasgow Cathedral for a Thanksgiving service. 
Go radio weather with McDonald Resorts. Enjoy up to 20% off summer self-catering breaks at our nine UK and Costa del Sol resorts. A mainly dry day ahead with some warm sunshine and a few showers in easternly parts of the city. Highs of 18 degrees in Bells Hill, 18 in Inverkip and here in Glasgow. That's you up to date on Go. The Go Radio Business Show with Sir Tom Hunter and Lord Willie Hockey with Workflow Solutions. Tom, how's the wee legs after your excerpts at the kilt walk? <laughs> My wee legs were a bit drookit, Willie, um, to use a good Ayrshire phrase. But um, the weather might have been damp and dreech, but the spirit of the Kilt Walkers, the biggest ever, just under 14,000. But more importantly, 856 different Scottish charities were helping those who need it most, Willie. So it was a magnificent day. Thanks to Big Eddie and Arnold Clark and RBS, Nat West, Johnson Carmichael, Really, people have been with us from the beginning. The Kilt Walk family, I'm very proud of it, and it was brilliant. It's, it's really turning out to be the charity event of the year. When we first got involved, Wally, we were saying, right, what is the Kilt Walk? And we decided, you know, we've got Paul Cooney, a, a, a friend of the Go Radio business show and the football show. We said, right, what could the Kilt Walk be? And we decided... It was to be the lowest cost platform for any and every Scottish charity to raise money for what they believe in. Because it's very hard. Sometimes it costs charities 80 pence to raise a pound. With a kilt walk, we've brought down the prices. It's only £20 to enter now. And you raise money for what you believe in. And every single penny and the gift aid goes to the charity of your choice. Fantastic. And when you're given a charity, it's always a great comfort to understand that, that the biggest percentage of the money is actually going to the people who need it most. So so well yeah. done to everybody who done yep. the kilt walk. Very proud, Willie. Thanks for asking. We mentioned last week about the embarrassment of not being able to get an auditor. <laughs> and we were talking I think about we have some news in that, we, we have some news that the SNP have managed to find new auditors, a uh, uh, small company down from the middle of England, right? So it's interesting when you seen the banners yesterday, you know, the Scottish Nationalist Party audited in England, right? So that's interesting. So at least to be fair now, they've found auditors and that should help them with our 1.2 million of short money from the government. So that was interesting to me, Willie. You you would have known about it. I I didn't know about it. But if they couldn't have found auditors, they were going to lose 1.2 million of so-called short money that's provided by Westminster. Do you think the SNP supporters know that Westminster supports the SNP? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if they didn't, they certainly know now. Uh, And how this money is spent is, you know, with staffing and various other things, you know, for for to keep the machine going. So it would have been a major, major problem that shortfall, I'm sure people might have lost jobs and these other things. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that one works out. Yeah, I mean, they talk about being the party of transparency, but during the leadership contest and debate the three candidates didn't seem to know they had lost the auditors so the the high hegens in the party were keeping it from everyone but I read another interesting article this week Willie and it was um, 
it was 15 high-ranking former politicians and officials gave evidence to a Holyrood committee about how decisions are made in government, in Scottish government. And I'm afraid it was very, very poor reading. We talked last week about if we want the best possible people to run our country, just like if you're running a business, you want the best possible talent. You know, attraction and retention of talent is the number one thing any founder can do. And this committee, I mean, I must say it, it made some grim reading for me, but basically the government's making rushed and unclear decisions. There's no accountability. And it's just no way to run a country, Willie. We need better. I think there was a great example of that this week, Tom, when on debate night, when the, you know some politicians from all parties um, were interviewed and on a panel, and it was a rural community of Dumfries and Galloway. Right. There was a lot of farmers and people involved in the fishing industry. And the whole message from everyone in the audience to all was, none of you are listening Right, they're saying that the the farming industry and especially the marine industry, fishing, what have you, is being decimated by wrong decisions being made by politicians. And the point they were making, the point you make every week, is nobody was listening to them. Yeah, this is this is policy being made in a vacuum against Willie. So make policy with the people that um, it's going to um, target. It's going to involve them. Um, because they're the ones who, who who know. And a good policy is one that listens to all parties. Now, there's some tough decisions to make. Of course there are. But these communities feel, especially with the new fishing exclusions, those communities feel excluded from the process and nobody's listening. And it's such an easy thing to change, Willie. So easy to change it. We talk in a programme you know, most weeks about the importance of growth. And it's interesting to see that in the latest statistics that the, the margin for growth in Scotland over the next period is very, very narrow at 0.3%. 0.3%. What do we do? So this was a PwC report that came out and it, it basically said the Scottish economy is growing slower than all regions in England, slower than Northern Ireland. And um, so... What can we do? I mean, I think, and we talk about it in the show every time, um, Kate Forbes did come out with a national economic programme and, and she did go around and listen. You know, she spoke to you, she spoke to me, she spoke to a lot of interested parties. But maybe just in the politics, because she lost the leadership, what's happening with it? I haven't heard, Willie. Is it just put in a shelf now? Is that good work? I mean, I didn't agree with everything in it, but there were some good things in it. And Scotland needs a clear economic policy. Government needs to set the framework and then get out of the way and let the entrepreneurs and the hardworking business people get on with it. Well, I think at that time when we were involved in the conversation with Kate, we both pointed out the, the two most important um, elements to delivering the 10-year growth plan was getting the two right people to hold the two key positions. And it's fair to say that since they've installed what they were calling then the entrepreneur-in-chief, I think the lad's name is Greg Irwin, we've never heard from him. 
We've never heard of people in the papers. We've never heard about the 10-year plan. So I just wonder, you know, yeah. with, with Kate moving out of her position, is is there any, you know, is there an urgency in the new First Minister's party to make sure that that's on track? It doesn't look like it. Well, we've got Mark Logan, who's the entrepreneur for Scotland. He's yeah. coming to judge at the Scottish Edge, will he? Yeah. So I'll get a chance maybe to ask him, maybe invite him on the show if you're yeah. okay with that. Yeah. And, um, and we'll hear from him because he is champion. Um, his role is to champion entrepreneurs in Scotland and have a voice round the table. Yeah. So let's see if he has. Yeah. Um, there's a new sheriff in town. Yeah. Let's see what's happening because 0.3% will not achieve the civil society, the health service, the education service, that we'd really want in Scotland. Well, you're right. We mentioned last week, and there's been more PR about it this week, the new head of the SNAP Bank. So we'd like to see the, the people from the 10-year growth plan, that's the chief exec, and Mark, who's delivering on behalf of entrepreneurs. We'd like to see that they were connected, right? And that they were also listening to business and, and where, we, where we can get our best bang for our buck and spending the money, allegedly, that SNAP has got to spend. So this later this week, I've got um, a Scale Up Scotland 2.0 down at Blair Estate and Willie Watt is coming to it. He's the chairman of, of SNIB. Yeah. So let's let's ask him and I will report back next week to the Go Radio Business Show. I look forward to that. <laughs> let's talk about a bit local and business. Lloyds uh-huh. have just announced fantastic profits. 2.3 billion since January. Since January, Willie. That's even more than City. <laughs> what a turnaround. What a turnaround from, from 2008. Well, I mean, Lloyds took over HBOS, which was struggling at that point. But um, I think a lot of the UK banks are doing fine. But if you look across the pond, Willie, it, the, the news is not that good. Um, First Republic Bank, which these are maybe banks that Scottish businesses haven't heard of and, and why would you? But it was the 14th biggest bank in America and JP Morgan had to save it last week. And a new bank, we all know Silicon Valley Bank went as well and HSBC came in for it. But there's another one called PacWest and it, its shares were down 50% on Wednesday of last week. So, and I was reading that three of the four biggest bank failures in the US ever have all happened in the past two months. So is this something to worry about, Willie? I definitely think so. I I think that governments, to be fair to them, have have reacted very, very quickly so that we didn't have a 2007, 2008, you know, repeat. There's no doubt that the things that have happened with the, with these so-called rescues of JP Morgan and by, you know, um, the Credit Suisse situation with UBS, there's no doubt that they had to step in ASAP or we were going to get a run on the banks. Yeah. But, but it's interesting, going back to the Lloyds thing, it's just a shame that part of the report is that they, they have managed to increase their net profits by about eight hundred million in the same period last year because of the interest rate hikes. Yeah, so interest rate hikes, Willie. The the Fed again across the pond um, went up. It's it's quite interesting that they never give a precise figure for their interest rate, Willie. It's between five and five and a quarter percent, but that's the highest since two thousand and seven. Any read through to the UK? What do you think? 
Um, I, I think it's, it's an interesting one. I, I think there may be two or three smaller banks at the moment looking at what's going on and they might think there's a way, you know, it's, it's all about timing. Uh-huh. There's a chance here of a, you know, a bigger beast taking them over. But it's interesting when we're talking about that at the same time, Apple are talking about opening a bank. Yeah, through right. Goldman Sachs, yeah. And, and, and offering all sorts of attractive interest rates. Yeah. 4.5%. I mean, I, you, a lot of customers and a lot of listeners might say, why is Apple getting into the banking? But I think Apple's got a consumer franchise. People trust Apple, Willie. Like, yeah. All my devices are Apple, and I wouldn't know where I'd be without them. And therefore, when you've got a trusted brand, can that brand extend into consumer banking? Well, maybe. And I think they took a billion dollars in in one evening. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's working. Unbelievable. And I, and I think it's because, Tom, we're talking about banks like First Republic and Credit Suisse having to do these things because of the cash within the business. It's certainly not a problem at Apple. Right, the problem is they don't know what to do with their cash. They don't know what to do with their cash. Right, they don't know. So here's a, this will be interesting, Tom, but to see how this goes, especially to open up the bank, starting off by that promise of, of um, such a lucrative return on your money. Yeah, so interesting. So an, another wee thing, Willie, to talk about this week is energy security. So again, the STUC, so the unions, have come out and criticised the Scottish government about not taking on nuclear. And Westminster has described the SNP and the Greens have as having a Luddite mentality. A Luddite mentality. For, for me, um, it has to be part of the mix of what we need in the short term. And I mean short term, the next 25 years, right? We will not find the green energy that we would all love to have tomorrow, but unfortunately, it, we, nuclear will be part of the mix for the next 25 years. Yeah, we've only got one nuclear plant left in Scotland up in Torness, and yeah. the SNP are going to close it. But there was some good news, Willie, um, up at Ardasir, up, up Inverness Way, which was a port which took advantage of the North Sea boom, but then it was closed about 20 years ago. But an American firm, Quantum Energy Partners, has came in with 300 million and they're going to use it as the leading European hub for offshore renewable energy. So we talked about how does Scotland benefit from the selling off of these licenses? Well, here's an American company and they're actually saying, (laughs) they're actually saying that they're taking a hundred year view. I haven't saw many private equity firms taking a hundred year view, but good on them. They are putting their money where their mouth is. They're getting Ardisier working again and they have got ambitions to make it the leading European hub. We have been talking about it for weeks and weeks and here is a perfect blueprint for what we're talking about is 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 available there. We are a big, big attraction for this sector and well done and good luck to them and we will watch this with interest. Great. Right, but more the merrier. The more the merrier, Willie. We need yeah. some more, definitely. Yeah. What about this week to see, Thomas, I'll interest you, house prices in Edinburgh have went up by £60,000 on average in a year. Wow. You can't wait to get your houses built. Well, um, I have got a vested interest in this, Willie, but it's something that we um, track. And I think the housing market has probably hit its lowest point. All of the 
big builders' share prices, which we track, have gone up substantially. So Barrett, Taylor Wimpey, Persimmon, Berkeley Homes, they're all up in the past week at least 5%. And mortgage approvals, which is a key indicator for that sector, from a very low point, I mean, Liz Trust really did muck this market up. Um, but the mortgage approvals are picking up as well. So I see some green shoots in it. And as we all know, most economies, if they're going to get out of recession, I know we're not technically in recession, but 0.3% of growth is no good. It's led by a housing boom. And because there's good jobs and there's good people employed in that sector, so and we talk about it every week, you have set out your plans for what could be done in the affordable sector, but is MD listening, Willie? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Uh, I'm hoping to encourage a few people to buy into the vision in the next few weeks. But I would say, going back to talk about the 10-year growth plan, to talk about the SNIB, there is no doubt that tackling the housing problem, especially the affordable housing problem, should be top of the agenda for both of these organisations. Working with the private sector, but I don't think that they, they could deliver in, in a better policy if they could help sort the housing problem. It's a win-win for me, Willie. So let's hope somebody's listening. Let's talk about all the news this week, Tom, about the dangers of AI. Right. So we'll have a situation where Jeffrey Hinton, you know, who is recognised as one of the greatest experts in the world on AI, quitting Google because he is terrified of what he sees now of what actually AI could deliver. Yeah. So we talked about it a bit last week, you know, on the earnings calls from Google Alphabet, it was mentioned 52 times. On Microsoft's earnings call, it was mentioned 36 times. So I have been trying to get us a guest. I think I may have done it over the next maybe three or four weeks, Willie, because I think it's like anything else that's new. It's treated with a bit of suspect and there's all sorts of rumours and bad information. You can either treat these things as an opportunity or a threat. You know where I am. I think it's an opportunity. Um, but Let's get an expert on, because I'm not an expert, but I really want to know, and I think our listeners, and because it's going to touch every business, Willie, it's either going to be a threat or an opportunity, and every business owner, every entrepreneur out there has got to get their head around what it means for their business. So I'm working on the guest, and um, if anybody out there has got any suggestions, please, because I think this is a subject that's going to touch every listener's business. I think the most frightening statement from Jeffrey Hinton was not about what it may do in relation to taking people's jobs away, but the point he was making is that we're now working on something, on a system that could get completely out of control, <laughs> right? And could actually then start to work against the human race on its own. I know. That's scary. I saw a little thing when I was trying to do my research on it and it was talking about playing chess. There's always these things. Yeah. You get the grandmasters of chess who've taken all their life to become the top in the world at it. And it and it, and it said with the latest AI, um, artificial intelligence, if it's playing against a grandmaster, it starts in the morning and the, grass, the grandmaster wins all the way to lunchtime. Yeah. By the time 
afternoon tea comes out, AI has beat him, and by the time dinner is served, it's the world champion. Uh, last week you mentioned about some of the companies who'd managed to win awards. Yes. Right, and we mentioned them. So I'd like to mention this week that uh, an initiative to let companies, especially in Lanarkshire, know about how you win such awards. Great. Okay. So uh, on the 17th of May, there's going to be a King's Awards information session uh, and the key roles of the Lord Lieutenant in Lancashire is for the King's Awards for Enterprise to launch a business community. And this is to help businesses. If you attend this session, you'll have a better idea about how you can apply. Uh, and obviously, the King's Awards are a very important accolade for UK businesses, globally recognised royal seal of approval for our companies. And there are four award categories, and these are innovation, international trade, sustainable development, promoting opportunity through social mobility. And, you know, previous winners have confirmed that this has, you know, helped their business greatly. So I'm encouraging all businesses in Lanarkshire, North and South, if you'd like to find out more, if you take a wee note, if you if you email the lord.lieutenant at northlan, that's L-E-N, .gov.uk you'll get more and more information but I would encourage all the businesses there to take part and go and find out how you can win an award Brilliant because it's a great thing to have on your letterhead and your marketing Willie great talking point for a business Well I, I know Terry Curry who chairs the Lanarkshire um, Lieutenancy Business Group great guy worked hard in the community for many many years to help businesses and I'm sure that he'll be delighted to help you apply and can I just finish off this segment, Willie, by congratulating yourself and your good lady, because by the time this comes out, it will be noted that um, Willie has got a papal knighthood from His Holiness the Pope. Thank and you, And Lady Susan has, in her own right, is going to become a papal dame. This is an amazing thing for you two and your family and Scotland is very proud of you. Thank you so much. We were surprised, thrilled and honoured to, to find out this news this week, but thank you. Brilliant. Coming next, Hunter and Hockey chat to Mark Hunter, retired president and CEO of Molson Coors Brewing Company. The Go Radio Business Show with Workflow Solutions, part of the Scottish Procurement Framework for Managed Print Solutions, available to all public sector bodies and charities. Go Join us on Sunday the 14th of May at Hamilton Park for the Skybet Sunday Series Race Day featuring £200,000 in prize money. Then our resident DJ takes to the stage with the biggest club classics. Hamilton Park! Early bird tickets from only £22.50 and under 18s go free. Book now for Skybet Sunday Series Race Day on Sunday the 14th of May at hamilton-park.co.uk. Be gamble aware. Hamilton Park! Keep your business or home cool with CSD Air Conditioning. Based in Glasgow and offering services throughout the UK, we offer commercial and residential air conditioning installations as well as maintenance solutions. With highly competitive prices, top quality products and a professional speedy service, choose the family business with family values. CSD Air Conditioning. Search online for CSD Air Conditioning. 
When you need a van, Sean's your man. Whether you need one vehicle or a fleet, you can count on Cameron Commercials to source you the right new or quality used van. Fully retail prepped and delivered direct to your door. Whether you want to buy, lease or flexi hire. And we can also help with financing too. So remember, when you need a van, Sean at Cameron Commercials is your man. Check out our socials or visit CameronCommercials.com. Did you know, if you have purchased a vehicle on finance in Scotland in the last 20 years, then you could be entitled to significant compensation. Award-winning law firm Jones White has discovered that a large number of car finance agreements were missold, and as such, you could be entitled to compensation. If you have used finance to purchase a car in the last 20 years, get in touch with Jones White to see if you could be eligible. Just search Jones White Motor Finance. The Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. This week's special guest is Mark Hunter, retired president and CEO of Molson Coors Brewing Company. Mark was awarded an honorary doctorate in business administration from the University of Strathclyde in Glasgow, Scotland. Tom, fantastic guest this week. I can't wait, Willie. Mark Hunter. Mark I've known for many, many years. He was the best marketing guy ever to come out of Scotland. What a story. What a story, and I can't wait. And from reading the notes, Mark, um, we seem to be in a university together, although I didn't really go that much, so <laughs> I don't I don't quite remember. <laughs> yeah, we were there, I think, 79 to 83. Wow. And, and to this day, my wife sometimes mentions that she maybe got involved with the wrong hunter. Oh, <laughs> I think she got involved with the right hunter. Don't uh, you worry tell about her from that. me, definitely, Mark, she got right with the right hunter. <laughs> so, Mark, great to have you. Tell the listeners a wee bit about the early days when you started doing my tenants and obviously the, the career that you've had thereafter and we'll jump in and ask you a few questions. Sure, sure. So I grew up in the west of Scotland, out in Bridge Weir, so St Myrne's my team before anybody asks. <laughs> okay. uh, and actually I wanted to be a professional footballer and I played for St Myrne Boys Club and one of my great accolades is that Fergie told me I'm not good enough to be a professional footballer because he was there as a manager at the oh. time. But many years later, right. in his autobiography, he did write at the front of it, so pleased you got yourself a proper job. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went, went to university, came out in 83, and at that time, it was really difficult to get a job. Uh, I was pounding the streets. I was going to be a photocopier salesman. I would have taken anything to get a job. And uh, joined a card company, a greasing card company called Hallmark Cards. Oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, uh, great training, very, very good company to work for. I was there for a few years, and then I got into the booze business. Uh, joined Boomers, the cider company, and then joined Tenants in uh, the late 80s. So this was on the marketing side, Mark? So no, I spent the first six years in sales. Sales, right. Okay. And then when I joined Tenants, I moved into what was called a trade marketing role. Okay. Um, and then after a couple of years, they moved me into brand marketing, which was looking after the brands. So I started to look after, at that time, Tenant Special and then Tenant's Lager and then the whole portfolio. So that's the early 90s. And I spent, literally, the summary is, I then spent the next 30 years in the beer business. And is that where you met Willie at Tenant's? Yeah. yeah. In yes, the good old days? Yeah, that's yeah. right. So he was involved in supporting the company, installing all of our 
equipment into pubs across Scotland. And uh, all the efforts from Mark in growing the tenants' brand was great for me because every time they went into a new pub, we went in with a seller of adjacent equipment. So I owe a lot to the early successes to Mark and his team in the marketing department at Tenants. Well, well, I, well, I ex- hope he's paid you back, Mark. I really <laughs> hope so. Well, it was an exciting time because we did a lot of great work then. We uh, we launched Teen the Park in 1994, yeah. which went on to be a fantastic success. Yep. Working with uh, DF and the team there are still still around and doing a great job. Um, lots of great marketing initiatives at the time. It kind of really freshened up what is an, an institution in Scotland in terms of the big red yeah. tea. Mark, did you launch the Tenant Sixties? No, that was before my yeah. time. But I did take the tenants' girls off the cans. Yeah. Ah, great so, movie. So I th- uh, we did a lot of research at the time and it was very clear that they were well past their sell-by date uh, yeah. as we came into the 90s. So, so Mark, just talk about going from sales to marketing. Was that a natural progressing progression for yourself? Was it something that you felt, I, I really want to get into marketing? Or was it just one of these things that happened? Uh, well, my degree had been in business and marketing. Right. And if you looked at any of the, the graduate programs, they always put you into sales for a couple of years before you went into the marketing department. So I just got a sales job and did it for six years. And I would recommend anybody who's interested in building brands, get close to your customers. Uh, it's the best education you'll ever get. And particularly when you then get into marketing, because when you stand up and present, you got to think about your consumers, you've got to think about the retailers, you've got to think about the sales force, and you've got to motivate all of those stakeholders. And having had that experience at the front end of the business has been invaluable for me. Right. So your story is quite remarkable. So you go from tenants and then you go on at the tender age of 34 to be on the main board of Bass, Bass Brewers, which is a vast company. How, how does that happen? <laughs> uh Hard work and a bit of luck. Right, okay. And, um, I, I mean, I never had a grand plan. So every time I, I was given an assignment, it was, okay, I'll, I'll give it the best I can at this point and, and opportunities will open up. Uh, and uh, we had a, a good few years with the Tenants brand where we really got things turned around, moved down to run the Carling brand in, in England and Wales. That was successful for a couple of years and I was asked to step up and take on the you know, the marketing director role at the time. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Quite a thing, Mark, at that age. Uh, Yeah, it was. I I do remember the chief exec at the time called me into his office and he said, just to let you know, our marketing director, a guy called Seamus McBride, he's leaving. He says, I'd like you to step into uh, his role. I'm kind of, okay, I'm taking aback. He says, I've actually got an offer letter. Do you want to take home and read it or sign it? I said, I'll sign it. (laughs) (laughs) And my hand was shaking so much, I couldn't actually write my signature. Uh, I didn't even read what was on it. I just signed it. Uh, So so what did you learn in sales that helped you in marketing? uh, An ability to really listen and understand what people's motivations were. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you're really getting under the skin of the people that you you rely on. Nothing happens until you create some magic out in the marketplace, uh-huh. and and that's where consumers, your drinkers, and your retailers are you know connected. So really understanding what's working and what's not working. Well, let me tell you a story about how good a job that Mark done back in those days. Right. In the mid-90s, we were getting a bit of a reputation for supplying to the licensed trade, mostly due to, to tenants. And we were asked by Budweiser when they had made the initial 40 into try to do draft 
in yep. pubs. It'd all been bottles, but they decided. So Budweiser came to us and said, you guys do a lot of stuff for the brewers in Scotland. Will you be our um, distributor and engineering company for to install the draft? And uh, I'll never forget this. So we were invited to come to a Budweiser sales meeting, right? And it was in, done in England. And they brought on all the guys for the States. It was a, it was a global sales conference as a sales team. And Mark was kind of going right ahead with the tenant stuff at, at that time. They were, you know, they were kind of gnawing everybody out of the park. And they brought up the, the, the sales director, global sales director of Budweiser, put up a map of the world, right? And they'd everywhere. They, uh, he actually said in the presentation, Mark, I hate using this word, but there is places actually where we've got saturation. And there was a wee dot... He said, but see this place here, <laughs> right? In the west of Scotland, don't go near there. <laughs> don't waste your time trying to get sales because this company here, TCB, right, as he called them, he says, the market in here and what they've got here is they've got the place sewn up. You will not, you will not get into that market. So don't waste your time. Yeah, so there's a great compliment, Mark. I haven't, from, haven't heard that. So. There you go. That's true. Wow. Yeah, in London. So TCB tenant, Caledonian, Caledonian Brewers. Brewers, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Owned by them by Bass. Right, okay. And then, so, what's happening? You're you're working there, but then there's change at, at, yeah, at, there, in the business. Yeah, there was a ton of change in the brewing industry and uh, Bass Brewers was put up for sale. Right. Because Bass Brewers sat alongside Bass Pubs and Holiday Inns and Intercontinental Hotels and a, a, cor- a huge coral, company, yeah. a big, big conglomerate of businesses. Brewing division got put up for sale. Cut, to cut a long story short, most of Bass Brewers were sold to Coors of the US. Coors, right, yep. okay. Who are based in Denver, Colorado. They've been around since 1873. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, and still, family still involved. So, oh, really? So it was, we were still pretty much the same company in the UK, but we had a new flag flying in the car park. So you you went with that business? Yep, I went with that business. And how? what's it like transitioning to a new owner? How does that all work? Uh, well, the... I think one of the big lessons is that when you bring cultures together, that's that's the trickiest thing. So the business was still pretty much the same business, but then you've got a US culture and a UK culture. There were some real differences. I remember the first <laughs> sales conference we went to, the guy who ran Coors was a guy called Leo Kiley, a, a, a fantastic gentleman. He'd worked for PepsiCo and he'd been at Coors. And uh, the guys from Bass, we were there in our shirts and ties and we were all quite kind of straight-laced. And he walked on in his sweater and stood in front, stood in the middle of the stage and he just looked around and he said, Yo, baby! <laughs> it's good to be here. <laughs> and we all thought, oh, something ha- something's happening around here. And, he, and, you know, he was much more informal, much more casual. Uh, yeah. So it took a while for us to kind of uh, get with that kind of vibe, as it were. Yeah. Uh, but over, over time, uh, I think the business evolved really positively because of that involvement from Coors. Yeah. And they were they were really focused on brand building at the time, very people-centric as well. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was, you know, another part of, you know, learning to be a stronger leader. Talk, talking about brand building, let me tell you a wee interesting fact about <laughs> Bass. The red triangle from Bass, which was their trademark, was the very first symbol ever patented in Britain. Yeah, yeah, first trademark. First trademark. Wow. There you go, the red triangle. I did not know that. Interesting fact. You learn something in the Go Radio Business Show every week. So, this journey, it's now heating up. Yep. You're now the boss there. You're now given more um, authority. So, tell us about the next step in the journey. uh, Three years later, Coors of the US and Molson of Canada merged. Right. 
to form what is the company that now exists called Molson Coors. Right. So I was asked if I would move to Canada with my family to be what was called chief commercial officer. So I was running sales and marketing. For the combined? For the combined business in Canada. Wow. So I went over there. Big step. Oh. It was a big step. And I do remember flying to Toronto by myself because my family were coming out a few weeks later. I thought, I've got a single ticket here. <laughs> you know, so I, I do hope this works. Um, and great experience for me, great experience for my, my family and uh, lots of great memories. And it's interesting, though, you learn from great leaders and you also learn from leaders where you see things that you think, OK, that's something which has affected me in quite a negative way. And I'll be on my guard for that. So the guy I went to work for took me for dinner and he said, uh, just to let you know, this idea of a chief commercial officer, it wasn't my idea. And you, do, <laughs> and you doing this job wasn't my idea as well. And I thought, well, here it's we are. Start. Here's a well, welcome. Well, welcome to Canada. But, but actually, the, the period of time there worked out well. Uh, it was a great experience, another cultural uh, dynamic to manage. And uh, did that for three years and then came back to the UK as the CEO of the UK business. So, so tell the listeners, because they'll be interested about how you go to a different country, different culture, but you're the leader. So how do you get the best out of your people um, when they're looking at you going, oh, here's a foreigner come in from Scotland? Have we ever heard of Scotland? Yep. So how do you get the best out of your team then? Yep, great, great question. So um, there's lots of books on leadership and lots of models on leadership. And I've got three things that I focus on. So leading self, leading others and leading the business. Okay. And that was a model that was developed through my career with other people and, and enriched by many, many people. And it's a really simple model. So it starts with self-awareness. Um, it's followed by really understanding the people on your team. And it's all about really understanding and being really truthful about the business that you're running. Uh -huh. So if you, if you can focus on the self, the others and the, the, the business, it's a, it's a nice, simple model to use. And a lot of that starts with getting great feedback from the people that you're working for or working with. Uh, and then really understanding their motivations. So so when I went to Canada, the first 30 or 60 days was all about listening, you right. know, getting into the business, listening to customers, listening to the employees, what's working, what's not working, trying to give people a sense that you, you had no real agenda other than to create a successful, high-performing team and business. Uh, and once you've done that listening, you can then start to create something with that team. So right. that's, that's what I did. I mean, that, that's a great thing, Willie, for the listeners this, this morning to talk about, you know, taking over and trying to not straight away go, right, I know what's best for you, mm. this listening. I think it's... Yeah. I think it's but great. I think the number one thing that Matt mentioned about self, uh, if you've got a good understanding of that, then it certainly helps with the other two. Yeah. In marketing... Uh, you always there'll be great successes and there'll always be humdingers, right? So, <laughs> but, to give you a minute to think about it, you know, um, what would you have said that was the best marketing strategy you ever had and what was the worst? <laughs> I'll give you a minute to think about it, okay, we can go back for, to it. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that hospital pass there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, we're not going to throw you into the deep end. Oh. Yeah. But I was telling Tom earlier, you know, talking about that, I remember... Uh, I think you were at tenants at the time, but you might not have been responsible for this. 
But I remember uh, tenants had this marketing idea and they had this glass cage in Victoria's nightclub where all this money was thrown out with an air machine and you had one minute to catch as many fivers as you could and put them in your pocket <laughs> and whatever you had in your, your person when you come out, you get keeping. And I'll never forget the fight to get into the box. <laughs> I think that sounds like James Mortimer. I, I think that maybe James maybe made that up himself, <laughs> but, but it was a tenant's initiative. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't responsible for that one. No. I'm, I'm, pleased, I'm pleased to say. Definitely not. So, you're now in Canada. Yeah. Interesting next step. Yeah, so I came back to the UK to run the UK business for Molson Coors as a CEO. Right, wow. Uh, and uh, did that uh, for about five or six years. And what kind of size of business, just to give the listeners a feel? Uh, the UK business turnover was about a billion pounds. Wow. Uh, right. And second biggest brewery in the, the UK. Wow. And the biggest the biggest beer brand in the UK, which was and still actually is, is Carling. Is it? Wow. Yeah. Yep. Which you also yep. worked with. <laughs> I, I did. Well, it was it had gone with the with the, the purchase of the business. And did you change anything in your leadership style from going to now being the boss? Or was it just no, this is how Mark does it and listen, learn? Again, great question. Uh, I think I think good leaders are authentic. Uh, so the notion that you you start behaving in a different way is something that people would see through. So I would say you continue to evolve your leadership style, but I wouldn't say you dr I dramatically changed it. So you, you, I had to focus much more on empowering the team. So I've, I've got an even more senior team. Uh -huh. If I've selected the right team, I've got to trust them and empower them. So let's agree what the game plan is. Let's agree what our ambition is and what we're trying to get done and let's agree which part of the plan we all own and then really support your team to be the best they can be and that was my job which was to make sure that we could create a plan everybody understood and then really empower and support the team to get on with it yeah over the last 30 years mark you'll have seen huge changes especially in consolidation in the yep. industry do you think we're better for it that there's more larger companies or was it better when we did a lot more choice well, I don't think choice has dissipated at all. There's yeah. probably more choice than we know what to do with now. Yeah. So I don't think there's been any impact on choice. And look, there's there's pluses and minuses with larger businesses. You get the economies of scale, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I don't think you can say it's good or bad. I think there are some great large businesses and there are some poorer large businesses. There's some great small businesses and there's some poor small businesses. So it's, I think it's too difficult to generalize, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So, so talking about scale, because um, you've gone from being the salesman, you're now responsible for a billion pounds of turnover so you're obviously not daunted mm. with the numbers yeah you know we talk a lot in this show about businesses scaling up and goodness people look at it and go wow this is a big journey but when it's written down it seems easy mark we all know it isn't easy mm. so what's your kind of any tips for people scaling up because you've you've been right at the heart of the scale up journey mm. any any tips what went right what went wrong what did you learn uh, probably two or three things. Be very clear about what makes your business distinctive. What, what, why, why do you have a right to compete and be successful? And if, if you can't articulate that, you've got a ch you've got a problem. Right. Uh, the second thing is um, building a great team around you. And if I look back in my career, believing that I could coach people to greatness at times was probably a 
a failure on my part. A failure? Yeah. So mm-hmm. there are some people that you just, you realise aren't going to get there. And, and you, <laughs> you, you give them another six months or another six months when you should really have had the, the difficult conversation. Yeah. And that's happened two or three times. There's a yeah. great phrase from Sir Alex as well, yeah. which I used when, when we took over a business and said, um, I don't know what we're going to do without you, but we're going to give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, so building the right team uh, and be, be having a healthy dissatisfaction with how they're performing. Right. And then the third thing is managing the cash in the business. Wow. And managing the balance sheet. A lot of people talk about profit, but it's the cash which is magical in any business. Indeed so. Your working capital, making sure you're all over that because if you've got the cash, then you can make things happen. If you don't, then you're always on the back foot. Yeah. So th- those are things that I would offer up as kind of observations through my time. Mm-hmm. And obviously from the UK, I then went to run a Euro- the European business and then ended up across in the States, which was a- a- an even bigger business at so, that time. So what kind of size did you end up running? <laughs> Uh, well, Molson Coors globally has got revenues of about $12 billion. Um, <laughs> wow. 17,000 people in 35 countries. So I did that for about five years. So I was based out in Denver, Colorado. Wow. So how is, how is Denver for a quality of life? Is uh, it, is it the, better than Bridge the, the The weather was similar. <laughs> 300 days of uh, blue skies and sunshine. But, but to be honest, I spent most of, a lot of my time on aeroplanes flying, flying to places. So. Yeah. Um, but all of the things that I'd learned on my journey about leadership in terms of that self, others, and, and the business was the model I continued to use right through and, and, and into that role as well. So, so Mark, we, we bring people on here under false pretenses, you know, that we <laughs> want to big them up, but really we're going to mug them, you know. Uh, <laughs> well, worry mugs. Yeah, <laughs> so Tom has been involved in, you know, in, in trying to help startup businesses. And we've, I've tried to help, but not, not to the extent that he has. And obviously, we don't say it lightly, one of the greatest marketing guys that ever came out of the west of Scotland. Um, is it something where you would, you know, you're looking to maybe help give something back? You could go and talk to startup businesses, you know, and try to help businesses. people scale up businesses, you know, to help them with their, with their marketing. Well, one of the things that I've done since I stopped working full-time is I chair a whiskey company in Scotland now, and I really wanted to get involved with a public company in Scotland where I can... Give it a name check. So it was the Artisanal Spirits Company, and their big brand is the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society, which is a a great, great model. Uh, So uh, I I chair that business, and I've invested in about eight small businesses and really to try and support the founders and the CEOs uh, they don't always listen. Uh, <laughs> Entrepreneurs, <laughs> well, I, I, I you know. Actually, say actually they do listen, but they don't always take your advice, which no, is which is which, not, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. Uh, so I've been trying trying to do that, um, and I'm involved a little bit with Strathclyde University as well. So right. I, I'm looking for ways to to support people and right. impart a little bit well, of experience. We can help you with that. Plenty of ideas. Yeah. You'll be doing the next four talks at the Scale Up <laughs> Marketing events. <laughs> right, I've gave you long enough. What was what was your best marketing idea ever, and what was your worst? <laughs> I didn't think you were actually going to come back to that. <laughs> uh, I would say prob- probably tea in the park. Yeah. In the middle of a whole kind of renovation of the tenants brand was the thing that just really cut through. Right. Um, 
What was the worst? <laughs> <laughs> Taking the tenants goes off the cans. <laughs> no, no, no. There's been a couple of innovations that I thought were really going to fly and didn't really make it very far. So, but I won't go into the detail of those. Yeah. But then everybody's got a few of those in there, as the Americans would say, in the locker room. So, <laughs> so you're, you're back living in Scotland now. Back uh, in the UK. Back in the UK. Yeah. And um, so, what? Because you're still a young man, you know. We're Thank of sim- you. We're of similar ages, and um, so what made you say, right? Okay, I am now. We're running this huge business based out of the states, but I'm I'm actually had enough. Is that something you want to share? Uh, yeah, I'm happy to share. I mean, two things. Uh, the year after I got married, so 1986, my father was killed in a car accident. Oh, in his early fifties. And I thought that was a time he was just starting to, you could see, enjoy life and do things he hadn't done before. Uh And that really hit me hard at the time. And I thought, I don't want to work just for the sake of work. And I'll work for as long as I need to work before I can then, you know, move into a different phase of my life. Right. So I'd always thought kind of mid-50s, late-50s would make sense. And then I got a bit of an elbow in the ribs when I was in Denver because I got diagnosed with thyroid cancer. Oh, and I thought, oh. okay, someone's maybe just tapped me on the shoulder here and said, you know, you're you're working 24-7 and you'd promised yourself that you you didn't want to work, work forever. So I, I, I'd already got my successor identified in the business. And actually, that's one of the things I'm proud of, which is in every single job I've been promoted from, I always had an ex- a successor ready to step great up. Great leadership. Well, um, it's it's a sign of a great leader yeah. when they've got their successor ready. So so it was, let's call it a lifestyle, family, okay. uh, you know, r- rationale for deciding to get off that. So you've really thought it through, Mark, I can yeah. tell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good on you. And, w- and where did you come back to live, Mark? You go back to Bridgeweir? No, no, we're actually, both my kids are in London, so we've moved right. closer to London's and we've just become grandparents. And, oh, wow. Congratulations. And we just, we've been kind of international nomads for about 17 years and I just <laughs> wanted to get back and be nearer the kids and spend right. more time with them and be available for right. them. Well, we're very proud in the Go Radio Business Show that some of our guests are up there with the Galacticus and you're certainly part of that team. <laughs> Yeah, it's been great hearing the story, Mark, this morning. And I'd just like to finish by saying your wife made the right choice. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Mark. Thanks, guys. Great to see you, Mark. Thank you very much. The Go Radio Business Show with Workflow Solutions, turning your paper-based processes into organised and digital workflows. They say money makes the world go round, but without a solid understanding of personal finance, your world could grind to a halt. Your Pay Your Way is a social enterprise that works with businesses and other organisations to provide young people with the essential skills they need to help manage their money and avoid the dangers of debt so they can enjoy a happier, more productive life in work and at play. For a flexible financial education programme that works for your organisation, visit yourpayyourway.co.uk. Being a student can be tough. Essays, assignments, deadlines, studying. But it's important for you time. So make time for your football passion and enjoy a kickabout at Goals. Goals has teamed up with Student Beans to offer students a 10% discount so you can get your mates together and enjoy a game of five-a-side for less. Shut your laptop, close your books and kick off at goalsfootball.co.uk. Study hard and play hard for less at Goals.
Don't miss the Ideal Home Show Scotland. Discover inspiration for your home and garden and shop hundreds of brands. There's demonstrations from celebrity guests with advice on everything from the latest tech to reorganising your drawers. Plus, be inspired as you wander through this year's iconic life-size show home. The Ideal Home Show Scotland, SEC Glasgow, 26th to the 29th of May. Save £5 on the ticket price with code SAVE5 at idealhomeshowscotland.co.uk. Don't miss the Scottish Health and Fitness Awards. From personal trainers to Pilates and boxing gyms, there's an award for everyone across the entire health and fitness industry. With a champagne reception, a fabulous three-course meal and a glamorous award ceremony, this is not to be missed. The Scottish Health and Fitness Awards, Saturday 3rd of June at the Crown Plaza, Glasgow. Tickets are on sale now at shfawards.co.uk. The board you can't afford. This is the Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. Our guest this morning on the board you can't afford is Paul Harkins. Paul, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. Morning, Paul. It's, it's lovely to have a guest in the studio, Willie, that yes. we can speak to. Yes. In, in real life, Only. IRL, as my daughter tells me. Only the second time. Only the second time. Paul, would you like to tell listeners a wee bit about you, the business, and whatever your question is? Yes, so we're an IT solutions provider. We we work businesses actually across Europe. Um, we've grown the business from kind of traditional hardware, moving into kind of services uh, provision. So we're up to 35 staff at the moment. Great. Um, What's the name of your business? Bro? Aspen Solutions. Give it a plug. Aspen, Where are you based? We're based, well, we've got a sales office in Glasgow and we've got the headquarters out in Cumbernauld. Okay. So what's your question for the board? The question is, we've grown the business, well, I've been involved in business now for 10 years, a family business originally, so um, we've grown it up to 10 million turnover. Um, 10 million? Yeah, 10 million. Wow. Um, we've got a bit of turnover in Ireland, a bit of turnover in the UK, and what we're finding is that I've got a couple of key individuals who are really taking projects and really driving through the business on behalf of the customers. Um, as we get that, as we want to scale, I've got ambitions to scale the business, um, probably triple it over the next five years. I'm just wondering if you guys have had that experience of getting extra staff to take more responsibility on the tasks so it's not down to those key individuals. So it's almost like how you attack, attract, retain um, and, and almost like kind of get the right staff in the business. Yeah. Well, I've had many experiences of this and uh, that sounds like a good business, good small business um, and very ambitious to, to, to grow, you know, to three times the size in five years. And for me, way back in the day, this was a big, big question as well, where, you know, we were started off as a £6 million business and overnight we were having a quantum, you know, we went to a £30 million business, probably the same growing pains, nice growing pains that you're going through as well. And there is no doubt that you will see people and you will spot talent. That's what will make you a good leader in your business, that you see that. It's the number one thing that you'll ever do well, that you've got to do well in your business. So what you want to do is maybe increase the scope of what they do now and maybe give them a wee bit more and then take them out of their comfort zone. You know, like, for instance, you know, that as you, if you're going to grow in personnel, that if you're the really good sales guy, that maybe you get a wee bit better understanding of HR, mm-hmm. not a better understanding of the IT. Try and look at it as if you were trying to groom them maybe to do what you do, right? And that's what I've done and what I've managed to do to that is, Paul, I've been lucky over the last 20 years as we have grown across the globe. The the reason for our successes in America and Asia and Australia is that it was people who grew up in the business in Glasgow who we managed to send there and they're now the CEOs there. Mm-hmm. So just like you're having to 
this question for you is now. For me, it was 20-odd years ago, and I've been very, very fortunate. I think I've had to pick probably five or six people, and I think only maybe one or two occasions that it didn't work out, right? But what I would say to you about that is we touched on it last week, is that if you do get it wrong by stretching someone, don't think that's a failure. Put them back to what they were really good at doing. Yeah. Some people make that mistake of, oh, no, it didn't work. They need to go. I've never done that. No one's ever left the business. So my advice would be is to give them a wee bit more to do and then you can trust them even more and more and get them to le learn more about the business. Okay. Yeah. So first of all, Paul, congratulations on your business and the growth of it so far. And it's great. You're ambitious to, to grow. Scotland needs thousands like you, which is the purpose of the show, is to encourage people like yourself. Well, he's dead right that as a founder, as the leader of your business, the most important job you need to do is to be a talent spotter. And I always remember, there's a brilliant book by Michael Dell, who you'll know who Michael Dell is. And um, Michael Dell talks about growing his business and my God, did he grow his business? <laughs> I mean, exponentially. But I think it was up until his business was about 1,500 people, he still interviewed every person because he said that was the key to his success was his people. And therefore, as the leader of that business, I want to make sure I'm getting the right people in here. So... It's, it's something we don't talk about that often, but I think Willie's put it great. The talent spotter. You need to be out and about, one, selling your business. It's a great place to work. And then seeing the talent that's out and about, your talent spotting, you're saying, would you like to come to my business? And then creating the environment in which talent can really flourish. Now, that's a hard job, but that's a great job to have yeah. and. But the other thing I would say is if you don't feel you've got that, that's okay. Find somebody who does and bring them in with you. Yeah. Yeah, that's key that if you very quickly realise that maybe someone will not be able to carry out the, the, the task that you're looking for, is to then say that you have to make that decision, you've got to bring someone in. But what I should have also added is also is maybe add to their, their education and their qualifications. You know, look at an MBA and whatever plan that you have, you know, for them in the business. Another thing I would say is if they're not on the board, if they're just part of the senior management team, get them closer to you. You know, have a lot of wee cups of tea, you know, run the table and talk about things that they might not know about the business. Get them, the more information you can give them about the business, the more that you'll get back for them. Perfect. Hope Great. that helps. No, very much appreciated. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, so thank you for coming on. Keep in touch with the show. Yeah. We're looking forward to hearing about your success. So come back on and tell us how many people you've employed yeah. and paying their taxes, Willie, and helping Scotland flourish. We'll hopefully be talking about in the show in five years' time about Aspen Solutions International. International. It now turns over 30 million employing 150 people. Brilliant. <laughs> Good luck, Paul. Thanks, guys. Cheers. The Go Radio Business Show with Workflow Solutions. Helping your business with document management, print and IT solutions. Go. Go Radio have teamed up with Strathclyde Sirens to give you the chance to win a VIP experience for the biggest battle in women's sport this year. Watch Strathclyde.
Clyde Sirens take on London Pulse at the Emirates Arena on Saturday the 13th of May with courtside seats, pre-match hospitality with complimentary drinks and snacks. For more details and for your chance to win, head online to thisisgo.co.uk. Do you want to be part of a community that fights for better jobs, pay and conditions? Then it's time to unite. Unite the Union are dedicated to protecting your rights at work. From workplace negotiation to equalities and health and safety, Unite reps defend our members. And with officer support, legal advice, training programmes and much more, there has never been a better time to join Unite. Join now at unitetheunion.org slash join. Did you know, if you have purchased a vehicle on finance in Scotland in the last 20 years, then you could be entitled to significant compensation. Award-winning law firm Jones White has discovered that a large number of car finance agreements were missold, and as such, you could be entitled to compensation. If you have used finance to purchase a car in the last 20 years, get in touch with Jones White to see if you could be eligible. Just search Jones White Motor Finance. Carlo, want to hear a joke? Hi. A guy has a no-fault car accident and he goes through his own insurance. Mark. That's not funny. His insurance could be affected when he goes to renew it, and he'd have to pay his own excess. He should have called One Call Collision Centre. They handle everything, including car repairs, hire car, and personal injury claims. It won't affect your own insurance, and it's a free service. Aye, and £100 cashback referral. (laughs) (laughs) Search online for One Call Collision Centre Accident Management. On DAB, online, and on your smart speaker, just say, Launch Go Radio. This is Go Radio News. Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock. I'm Rebecca Tierney. The Culture Secretary is defending the police after they were criticised for being too heavy-handed during yesterday's coronation. Around 50 people, mostly climate and anti-monarchy protesters, were arrested. Lucy Fraser thinks the Met Police were right to have a strict approach to demonstrations. This was an event that would have raised questions about national security. This was an event on the world stage. And I think it is really important for the police to put their policing into that context. But there were also reports of three volunteers being detained who were distributing rape alarms to keep women safe. Officers apparently thought the alarms would be misused by campaigners to disrupt the procession. Street parties are being celebrated across the country as the coronation celebrations continue today. Kirstine Oliver is the organiser of Glasgow's only street party taking place in the West End area of the city this afternoon. She says it's a great way to bring the local community together. It's not often that you get the opportunity to close your road and host your own street party. We've issued invitations to uh, three or four streets and even up to last night people were coming in with their slips saying they're coming and somebody only moved in a couple of weeks ago and said we got that a great chance to meet your neighbours. So yes, it's bringing bringing together neighbours that have lived in the street for ages and people that have just moved in over the past year or two. The party kicks off at two o'clock with the official ribbon cutting ceremony. Elsewhere in Glasgow, cheers rang out as hundreds of military personnel gathered for a special parade to mark the occasion. Lord Lieutenant Jacqueline McLaren made a speech in George Square to launch the event. As well as military servicemen and women, veterans and cadets as young as 10 gathered for the march to Glasgow Cathedral. In her speech, the Lord Lieutenant who attended the coronation at Westminster Abbey on behalf of Glasgow congratulated Charles and Camilla. She said she was honoured to witness the historic ceremony. Jamie Oliver and Gordon Ramsay are among those paying tribute to Jocks on Frillo, who died this week aged 46. The Glasgow-born chef had been presenting MasterChef Australia since 2019. Police found his body at a property in Melbourne on Monday. His death is not being treated as suspicious. 
A UK ticket holder's come forward to claim a share of Friday's Euromillions jackpot worth £46.2 million. There were three of one of three winners, the others were in France and Switzerland. It's the first Euromillions jackpot win in the UK this year. And in sport, Rangers and Aberdeen are gearing up for their game at three o'clock today. The match comes two weeks after the Dons beat Michael Beale's men at Pitodre. Meanwhile, Celtic take on Hearts at Tyne Castle. Their kickoff is 2.15. Go ready your weather with McDonald's Hotels.co.uk. Enjoy the sights and the sounds of summer with up to 20% off hotels when you book direct. A mainly dry day with some bright and sunny periods, feeling warm throughout. Chance of a few showers, however, breaking out later in the afternoon. Highs of 18 degrees in Uddingston, 18 in Bishopton, and here in Glasgow. That's you up to date on Go. Stand up like a soldier, baby Yeah, I know you been like that Gun it like a holster, baby Show them say you're wicked like that We live where the war is raging Chasing our crazy dreams Hoping that the bridge won't cave in So now we'll let it all go free Fun. My 
my birthday cake, my soul, my dog, take everything I love. But oh, one thing I'm never gonna do is throw away my dancing shoes. And oh, Lord, don't try me really not tonight.
Sophie Ellis Baxter, Groove Jet, If They Say In Love, and Pink before that, and Never Ever Ever Gonna Dance Again. Afternoon uh, to Joe Kildy. It's the Go Weekend Sunday afternoon. It's a holiday weekend as well, hopefully for you. And uh, still to come, music on the way from Elton John. Dooley for Booty Love on the way shortly. Uh, by the way, if you missed any of the Go Radio business show with our friends at Workflow Solutions, another great show. Really, really interesting guest. If you want to make contact with it again, maybe tuned in a little bit late with the situation, or you just want to drink it all in again, see what we did there, tenants, oh yeah, details on the website where the podcast is up right now, you can listen to that at your leisure, this is go.co.uk. Yeah. 
The Ideal Home Show Scotland. Discover inspiration for your home and garden and shop hundreds of brands. There's demonstrations from celebrity guests with advice on everything from the latest tech to reorganising your drawers. Plus, be inspired as you wander through this year's iconic life-size show home. The Ideal Home Show Scotland, SEC Glasgow, 26th to the 29th of May. Save £5 on the ticket price with code SAVE5 at idealhomeshowscotland.co.uk Scottish Tubes and Fittings is your independent pipework supplier and fabricator for trade and public. We have steel, stainless, copper, plastic, heating and plumbing pipes. We stock big pipes, wee pipes, thick pipes and thin pipes, pipe valves and fittings for every application. We're open seven days a week from the crack of dawn and when it comes to service, you can't beat us. So, what kind of pipe are you after today, sir? Uh, tobacco! Oh, have you tried next door? Scottish Tubes and Fittings. For almost every kind of pipe, visit stfglasgow.co.uk
Alban. It's my life. It's my life. Bingo players coming up in a little while from now, uh, plus some Taylor Swift before one o'clock with... It looks as if uh, she's now what well, a very special friendship with Matt Healy in 1975. Uh, Matt Healy has been seen at her Nashville gig, of course, uh, Taylor Swift doing the American tour at the moment, and Matt Healy from the 1975 is there. Uh, there's lots of rooms going on. I don't know whether it's a boyfriend situation or just a good friend situation, whatever it is. She mouthed to him, I love you. Didn't do it in that accent, though. That's the only thing. I would have liked to have seen that. But apparently, they're very, very good friends. Very, very good friends.
hair, can someone mention you are all alone? I could feel the trouble coursing through your veins. Now I know it's got a hold. Just a phone call left unanswered had me sparking out. These cigarettes won't stop me wondering where you are. Don't let go. Keep a hold. If you look into the distance, there's a house upon the hill, guiding like a lighthouse. It's a place where you'll be safe to feel our grace, 'cause we've all made mistakes. If you've lost your way, yeah, I'll leave the light on. What's been on your mind? Lately, you've been searching for a darker place to hide. That's alright. But if you carry on abusing, you'll be robbed from us. I refuse to lose another friend to drugs. Just come home. Don't let go. Into the distance, there's a house upon the hill, guiding like a lighthouse. It's a place where you'll be safe to feel our grace, 'cause we've all made mistakes. If you've lost your way, I'll leave the light on. Across Glasgow and the West, this is Go Radio. MKM Glasgow has whatever you need to help you get the job done. As your local landscaping specialist, MKM Glasgow have whatever you need for landscaping a gorgeous garden. From porcelain paving and decorative decking to lighting, aggregates, fencing, and more. Visit our extensive display today at MKM Glasgow, opposite the Emirates Arena. MKM Glasgow has whatever you need to help you get the job done. When you need a van, Sean's your man. Whether you need one vehicle or a fleet, you can count on Cameron Commercials to source you the right new or quality used van, fully retail prepped and delivered direct to your door. 
whether you want to buy, lease or flexi-hire. And we can also help with financing too. So remember, when you need a van, Sean at Cameron Commercials is your man. Check out our socials or visit CameronCommercials.com. What's up, everybody? This is Beyonce. Go radio. Go, go radio. Everybody, you ain't break 
90s and Whitney Houston on the way. Uh, we also, by the way, played Beyonce and Break My Soul. By the way, if you're a fan of I'm a Celebrity, the, the kind of South Africa version, apparently executives are very, very happy at how it has turned out. There's a lot of that worry, actually, because it wasn't hidden, that it was, wasn't live. It's been recorded like months ago. Half the people were on the show turning up on television shows here and there and everywhere, Ant and Deck, everybody, you know, so it's no it's, it's no shock that this it's not actually live, it's been recorded, so that they were a little bit nervous given the fact that it's, it's a live show, it's always relying on people phoning up and interaction, that kind of thing. 
However, uh, very, very happy with it. I think it works sometimes. The, the question is, actually, is it going to be a yearly thing? Is it going to be an annual thing? Uh, you've got to show in Australia and then get this Legends thing every year. Thinking the money's cheaper. Cheaper.
Sigma, Ella Henderson and Glitterball Ball. Go radio before that, Mika, Grace Kelly still to come this afternoon. In fact, in the next 15, we've got Dermot Kennedy and Mr Ed Sheeran on the way shortly. And Rebecca's got the news at one next to go. Across Glasgow and the West, this is Go Radio. Wake me up with my keys in the morning. Crispy roll with my tea in the morning. McGee's Family Bakers, proudly producing fresh-baked goods for four generations. Start your day every day with one of our famous crispy rolls. Available now at all good local convenience stores. For all your family favourites, make sure it's McGee's. In the morning. Keep your business or home cool with CSD Air Conditioning. Based in Glasgow and offering services throughout the UK, we offer commercial and residential air conditioning installations as well as maintenance solutions. With highly competitive prices, top quality products and a professional speedy service, choose the family business with family values. CSD Air Conditioning. Search online for CSD Air Conditioning. On DAB, online and on your smart speaker, just say Launch Go Radio. This is Go Radio News. Good afternoon, it's one o'clock. I'm Rebecca Tierney. Police have been defending their strong reaction to protests in central London near yesterday's coronation. With around 50 arrests, the Met Force insists their duty to prevent disruption outweighs the right to demonstrate. But campaigners think officers were heavy-handed and some MPs are raising questions too. Daisy Cooper, deputy leader of the Liberal Democrats, is worried about whether officers got the balance right. What concerns me is that the Conservative government have introduced very far-ranging sweeping powers for the police, which affects all protests. I think what we may have seen is some of those um, new measures are being used by the police. I think that puts the public in a difficult position. I think it puts the police in a difficult position too. Meanwhile, across the country, people are hosting street parties as celebrations continue to mark the coronation. One of the so-called Big Lunch events is being held at Downing Street as Rishi Sunak hosts Ukrainian refugees. The organiser of Glasgow's only street party says it has brought the community together. Kirstine Oliver has been busy gearing up for the event in the West End later today. She says businesses in the area have been getting involved. The local stores have contributed um, raffle prizes too, you know, like the bigger stores like Tesco and Morrison's and Iceland and Waterstones um, and Starbucks. They've all donated towards the raffle as well. So, yeah, there's, there's a good atmosphere around it. 
Kirstine says they're expecting over 100 guests and the party kicks off in one hour with the official ribbon-cutting ceremony. Elsewhere in Glasgow, cheers rang out as hundreds of military personnel gathered for a special parade to mark the coronation. Lord Lieutenant Jacqueline McLaren made a speech in George Square to launch the event. As well as military servicemen and women, veterans and cadets as young as 10 gathered for the march to Glasgow Cathedral. Next, the UN's nuclear watchdog has expressed extreme concern for the safety of Europe's biggest power plant in Ukraine. Fighting's been taking place near the site in Russian-occupied Zaporizhia. The head of the International Atomic Energy Agency has called for immediate action to prevent the threat of a severe nuclear accident. In sport, it's just over an hour until kick-off for Celtic and Hearts. Ange Postacoglu's side will be crowned Scottish Premiership Championship if they, champions rather, if they win. They're playing at Tynecastle. Meanwhile, Rangers and Aberdeen are gearing up for their game at 3 o'clock. The match comes two weeks after the Dons beat Michael Beale's men at Pataudry. And a, UN, a UK ticket holder has come forward to claim a share of Friday's Euro Millions jackpot worth £46.2 million. They were one of three winners. The others were in France and Switzerland. It's the first Euro Millions jackpot win in in the UK this year. Go ready your weather with McDonald'sHotels.co.uk. Enjoy the sights and the sounds of summer with up to 20% off hotels when you book direct. A mainly dry day with some bright and sunny periods and feeling warm throughout. There is a chance of a few showers, however, breaking out later in the afternoon. Highs of 16 degrees in Cumbernauld, 17 in Erskine, and 18 here in Glasgow. That's you up to date on Go. And I remember meeting Ed Sheeran just way back at the start. But the thing is, though, I don't know what they do when they become famous, right? But he's, ad- he's actually quite... You know, he's got that Calvin Harris thing going on now. Oh, yeah, of course, money, but... I know, know, what, what do they do? Do you know, just go for, like, um, composite bonding or teeth. <laughs> <laughs> like yourself. <laughs> go Radio Breakfast with Crofty and Grado. Weekdays when you wake up. I was six years old, I broke my leg I was running from my brother and his friends And tasted the sweet perfume of the mountain grass I rolled down I was younger then Take me back to when I found my heart Broke it, hit, made friends and lost them through the years And I've not seen the boring fields in so long I know I've grown, but I can't wait to go home Younger than Take me back to when 
I wish I could have known that I should hold on tight to every single word, to every summer night. I wish I could have known that forever was a lie. But once upon a time, I was something to someone. Once upon a time, I was something to someone. Kennedy, something to someone, Ed Sheeran before that castle on the hill. Afternoon, so Joe here, final hour of the show, Zoe Kelly today from 2 o'clock, Croft and Grado back tomorrow morning, holiday Monday style, yay, it's a bank holiday tomorrow, uh, they've got the playlist sorted for you, uh, they may not have the weather sorted for you, have a little look at the weather if you get something planned tomorrow, if, you, if you're lucky enough to have a day off, um, you better rain rain not cold but you know it's, it's it's definitely one of those days where it's like hello should we go to the coast if you do take your brawly there will be some rain tomorrow scattered showers 18 celsius not bad but scattered showers
Don't 
your opinion to the Go Radio Football Show at any Classic Black Box uh, Tonight John Campbell's here from 8 o'clock He's got the ultimate Playlist for you if you're Sunday night So whether it's a case of being in Or going out 
so you'll stay in, then go out, hold your Monday, no, you might be hitting the town. Whatever the situation is, join us here from 8 o'clock. There's more details and chances to hear some of the previous shows. Uh, this is go.co.uk. I still to come, Jubel, next to go. Carlo, want to hear a joke? Hi. A guy has a no-fault car accident and he goes through his own insurance. Mark, that's not funny. His insurance could be affected when he goes to renew it and he'd have to pay his own excess. He should have called One Call Collision Centre. They handle everything including car repairs, hire car and personal injury claims. It won't affect your own insurance and it's a free service. Aye. And £100 cashback referral. (laughs) (laughs) Search online for one call Collision Centre Accident Management. MK Glasgow has whatever you need to help you get the job done. As your local landscaping specialist, MKM Glasgow have whatever you need for landscaping a gorgeous garden. From porcelain paving and decorative decking to lighting, aggregates, fencing and more. Visit our extensive display today at MKM Glasgow opposite the Emirates Arena. MKM Glasgow has whatever you need to help you get the job done. I've seen you like a million times But never got to ask you out What if you don't feel like I do? Would I stand there like a fool? I've never met a girl like you You turn my sky from gray to blue I've always tried to play it cool But now I stand there like a fool Oh, now I'm feeling so dumb, 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 Take you to a rooftop bar So you can shine among the stars I've always tried to play cool But now I'm standing like a fool Oh, now I'm feeling so dumb Dumb, 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 dee-da-dee-da-dee-da Dumb, 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 dee-da-dee-da-dee-da Dumb, dumb, dee-da-dee-da-dee-da Oh, now I'm feeling so dumb, 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 I'm ready to make a move But the words that I say don't make sense anyway I just can't get it right, you're so damn fine You stupid or something Oh now I'm feeling so dumb Dumb, 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 dumb,
right on time. Classic. I still to come, Harry Styles on the way in a little while from now. Plus, the fantastic Owl City on the way in a little while from now. Uh, Gina is giving you another chance to be the Go Radio Workplace of the Week. If you have not entered, make sure you do. You can nip onto the website, thisisgo.co.uk. All the details are there. We do it every single Friday with our friends at McGee's. You can win the goodies, and they are goodies from McGee's uh, details in full at thisisgo.co.uk you know you can do this I say this a couple of times you can do this and let everybody in your office or your workplace know about that and then you know you're all waiting And but you can do it quietly and then it's like a big surprise not only be the workplace you'll be the hero of the piece to the website all details are there you would not believe your eyes if 10 million fireflies lit up the world as I fell asleep Drops everywhere You'd think me rude But I would just stand and stare I'd like to make myself believe That planet Earth turns slowly It's hard to say that I'd rather stay awake When I'm asleep Cause everything is never as it seems Cause I get a thousand hugs from ten thousand lightning bugs As they tried to teach me how to dance A fox trot above my head, a sock hop beneath my bed A disco ball is just hanging by a thread
This is Harry Styles. Number one for Glasgow and the West. Go radio. Go radio. Things haven't been quite the same. There's a haze on the horizon, babe. It's only been a couple of days and I miss you. Nothing really goes to plan You stub your toe or break your camera I'll do everything I can to help you through Talking, it is Go Radio, and before that, the fantastic L City Fireflies. Good afternoon to Joe Kilday. Holiday weekend, hopefully, uh, you're enjoying your weekend. Hopefully, you're off tomorrow, actually. If that is the case, uh, then make sure you're with Crofty and Grado tomorrow morning. Uh, chill and relax holiday Monday style. They kick off from six o'clock tomorrow, and uh, still to come in this hour, uh, big songs coming up from the likes of Taylor Swift and Drake on the way. Next to go across Glasgow and the West. This is Go Radio. Join us on Sunday, the 14th of May at Hamilton Park for the Skybet Sunday Series Race Day, featuring £200,000 in prize money. Then our resident DJ takes to the stage with the biggest club classics. Hamilton Park. Early bird tickets from only £22.50 and under 18s go free. Book now for Skybet Sunday Series Race Day on Sunday, the 14th of May at hamilton-park.co.uk. Be gamble aware. Hamilton Park. Don't miss the Scottish Health and Fitness Awards. From personal trainers to Pilates and boxing gyms, 
there's an award for everyone across the entire health and fitness industry. With a champagne reception, a fabulous three-course meal and a glamorous award ceremony, this is not to be missed. The Scottish Health and Fitness Awards, Saturday 3rd of June at the Crown Plaza, Glasgow. Tickets are on sale now at shfawards.co.uk. What's up, This is
Swift, anti-hero at Go Radio for Glasgow and the West. Good afternoon, Sir Joe Kilday. Uh, Zoe here today from two o'clock. Right, still to come, music on the way from St Etienne and Drake. A go. No, you've been I 
can't deny that I want you But I lie if I have to Cause you don't say you love me To your friends when they ask you Even though we both know that you do You do One time been in love one time You and all your girls in the club one time Also convinced that you're following your heart Cause your mind don't control what it does sometimes We all have our nights though Don't be so ashamed I've had mine, you've had yours We both know We know You hate being alone when you ain't the only one You hate the fact that you bought the dream when they sold you one You love your friends, but somebody should have told you something To save you, instead they say Tell me
Yeah. 
Classic Snow Patrol take back the city sunset strippers before that the Sunday afternoon and falling stars right that'll just about do it stick around Zoe Kelly is on the way and she's next to go across Glasgow and the west this is Go Radio Go Radio have teamed up with Strathclyde Sirens to give you the chance to win a VIP experience for the biggest battle in women's sport this year Watch Strathclyde Sirens take on London Pulse at the Emirates Arena on Saturday the 13th of May with courtside seats, pre-match hospitality with complimentary drinks and snacks. For more details and for your chance to win, head online to thisisgo.co.uk. Did you know, if you have purchased a vehicle on finance in Scotland in the last 20 years, then you could be entitled to significant compensation. Award-winning law firm Jones White has discovered that a large number of car finance agreements were missold, and as such, you could be entitled to compensation. If you have used finance to purchase a car in the last 20 years, get in touch with Jones White to see if you could be eligible. Just search Jones White Motor Finance.